Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download in a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash icpodcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello, and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. And uh, today we're talking about the, well, of, of, of a select few of um, Paul Thomas Anderson's films. Not all of yeah, them. Yes, so we'll be going over Boogie Nights, Punch Drunk Love, and There'll Be Blood. Those are the ones I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah. And for all you listeners out there that wanted to listen to us talk about Magnolia, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. I was, I was going to see if I forgot to do that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I because th- I thought it was on Netflix. I was like, oh, well, you know, we might as well. But then it wasn't. These, yeah, I think it's like... All of these um, movies were on Netflix. Now it's just it's like, Punch Drunk that, Love and yep, The Master. That yep, that's it. And it's like, well, I'm not a fan of Walking Phoenix. So I was like, uh, do yeah. I talk about... And I've, I've, I've seen The Master... I might, as well just your, get, your, I might as well just get this your, out of the way. Um, go ahead. I've, I want to see it again. I'll say that. But um, it was a very boring movie, and I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It had a very interesting premise, but um, I was not engaged, but I want to give it a second chance. Anyway, um, our first film up is Boogie Nights. So, Chris, uh, what do you think of Boogie Nights? I thought it was all right. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I mean, it's one of those that's like, you know, the subject matter is not really interesting to me that much. Right. It's just that the, the story itself was interesting. And the, and the people were, like, the characters themselves were way more interesting. It's like it's kind of like a, it's almost a theme I think we're going to have going through with some of these movies. Sure. Um, so, like, that was the thing I was the most curious about. Because, like, I watched this movie... It, it, it's it's a movie that's recommended to me a lot. Um, it, it's something I would sort of be interested in. It's it kind of got like a very weird subject matter. So like, I don't know. It it, it felt like it's, it was, it's not well. I don't say it's like a, a weird weird subject matter. It's like it's just an unusual subject matter. Yeah, yeah. And it's like like I I felt like you know it has the potential to be like right up my alley. Um, I I, I agree. I yeah, think this because Tyler's into porn. Oh, dude. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Especially 1970s ones. Oh yeah, <laughs> with those afros. Oof. Yeah, man. <laughs> those clothing. That's the um, clothing man. <laughs> Don Cheadle. Could we just start talking about Don Cheadle with clothing right now? <laughs> go, go ahead, man. That was stellar. <laughs> but no, like, I, which I, I like better. <laughs> I was, um, I was right on the. Uh, I, I pretty much feel exactly the same. It's, um, it's, it's an all right film. Um, I would say like it's probably like the the best praise I can give for it. But like, as you know, a feature film debut, it's, it's really great. You, like you can tell, uh, like, you know, from a very early time that, you know, the talent is definitely there. Well, for premiere, it's more hard, uh, hard eight was his first. I thought, I thought Boogie Nights was his first. No, uh, 
uh, Heart Eight and uh, let's see, I think it was like it was like John C. Riley and Samuel Jackson hmm. were both in there. Man, I had that completely wrong then. Some well, then this is just a shitty fucking movie, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's stupid. It's stupid, and it's awful, and it has pornographic acts in it, and it should... <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson will burn in hell. You can't masturbate while holding hands with God. You made me see a new Julian Moore. How dare you do that? <laughs> a young, sorry, young. Yeah. Julian Moore. It's like, oh. Um, you know what was interesting was seeing uh, William, William H. Macy in this. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, that's an actor I, I like to watch in movies. And uh, just, I felt so bad for the whole time. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, there's that part where, like, he loads a gun. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, I love, like, I love how that builds up, like, with his, uh, his wife just being a horrible, horrible person and sleeping around, like, not even, not even hiding it. But then it leads up to the, like, the murder-suicide scene. Which is so great. There's just so much build up to it. And they had that picture on the wall of him. Yes. <laughs> that painting of him. I was like, oh, that's so weird. It's amazing. I love it. We were talking about the cast a little bit. Um, I think this is like overall a really good performance movie. Mm-hmm. Possibly with the exception of Julianne Moore, who I think is just a very overrated actor. Yeah, I was okay with her in this. Like she, like she's not bad, but like every time I see her, like you know, she's like she's always talked about as like, oh, yo, she's so great. She's like such an uh, such a, such an amazing actor, and like she's she's all right. I I think maybe if there wasn't that sort of um, um, that sort of like hype. Yeah, that sort of her. hype around her, like mm-hmm. as such a great performer, um, that I probably wouldn't have any issues with her whatsoever, but. Um, I think because that's attached, like, you know, she, she does a fine job in this. She's all right. Wait, you know, who's better than all right in this movie? Who? Mark Wahlberg? Bur- oh, but I was gonna say, yeah, him, but also, uh, Burt Reynolds. Yes. Who, um, fired his, uh, his, his, uh, agent after this movie. Yeah, I know. And then like, he won like a golden globe and was nominated for an Academy Award. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, you poor guy. Yeah. He, uh, man, he like had nothing but like shit to say about this movie like yeah even still like he he's like talking about how much he will like will never work with paul thomas anderson again and how yeah. uh it's like get over yourself dude you're burt reynolds <laughs> and you're a burnt out actor so yeah I mean, okay okay here. Smokey and the bandit fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know it's funny you know, this is the first movie i saw burt reynolds in what it was that M. Sandler remake. Oh, you saw him of, in the longest uh, yard. That's what, yeah, the longest yard sort of was. Yeah, my mine was Smoking in the Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have, I have a confession to make. Yeah, I never seen Smoking in the Bandit. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've it's I, like that's like something to watch when you're a kid. You'll yeah, you would kind of appreciate it. But oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I don't think I could ever watch that movie again and actually like it. <laughs> <laughs> the point the point being Burt Reynolds should get the fuck over himself <laughs> I do like the there was like a, f- a fun fact I heard um at some point which was that he uh went to like porn sets for research and like all of the actors were asking him how to get a how to get a SAG card <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh, Sasha Gray needs to look into that, I guess. Yeah. 
I'm sure she has one. Oh, no, she does. <laughs> but an actual, actual career, though. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much. Well, when you have a fleshlight that's <laughs> shaped like your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, that's a, that's a five out of five one right there. <laughs> I mean, what? I don't think it is. What? <laughs> Check out Chris's uh, personal YouTube channel uh, called Wonder Wanker. <laughs> Uh, he gives you lots of flashlight tutorials. <laughs> yeah. How to clean one properly. It's, you know, it's very hard to do. So get yeah. a little scrub brush, get in there, you know, <laughs> so there's a gun gets built up. You just stop, 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 stop. I'll put a link in the description. Don't worry. <laughs> the description. <laughs> um, look, click right here. Click right here on the bottom right of the screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of critical acclaim though, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> Who's good in this movie? Yes, he was. He, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Like to watch these guys. I'm talking over you. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, to see like these people. You know, this movie's made like what 90, 97. Yeah. And it's like to see like, them like being like a younger, like they kind of not like necessarily starting starting out, but got very early on in their careers. Yeah. Like you know, you see uh, Don Cheadle, who has not changed much, by the way. Right. He does not age that much. Well, at all. black don't crack. But um, <laughs> Burt Reynolds, like yeah, he he aged pretty badly. William H Macy normal kind of aging but yeah for some reason mark Wahlberg and ton shield never aged right <laughs> they just stopped he's like super young in this movie like he's got to be like in his 20s oh god yeah probably I mean, just like i don't know it, it yeah, it's pretty it's pretty early on for him but um it's it's so it's so disappointing like he's he's a pretty uh he, he's a pretty good actor he just he just chooses horrible horrible movies yeah that's the sad part it's like you know he he can do really well in like movies like he can be, he can be he, funny, even he can even be in dramatic. bad movies he's usually like like you can tell he's part, really yeah. fucking trying but like yeah. yeah he he just um he just he just kind of slips through the cracks yeah he, he he gets uh he gets like action man roles too much yeah maybe uh but like yeah he's like it's like sylvester stallone like how you know like you watch rocky and he's like a superb actor but then he's like he's casting you know like a bunch of dumb shit as well as long as you don't count the Expendables in that, I'm okay. Actually, I have a weakness for those movies. I love oh, yeah. Them. Yeah. But um, it's it kind of what's fascinating to me with him was that he had that part there where like, he, they're like, he's like singing. Yeah. There's like a couple songs or whatever. You know, with you varying degrees of success. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> varying degrees of success. And um, he's actually a, or he was at least a rapper. Yeah. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yep. Thank you. Yep, exactly. And it's like, oh, he could actually sing, no problem. It's just right. that, um, don't sing well. Yeah. <laughs> he was also, a couple years later, um, in a movie called Rockstar. I, I, I doubt you've seen this movie, Chris. Have you? No, no, I've never seen it before. Okay, it's it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I haven't seen it's, it. It's a, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I don't know why Like I find any sort of... There's really no merit in it whatsoever, but I I find enjoyment watching it, and uh, it it feels I don't know it feels like a very similar sort of like um, you know building yourself from the ground up type story, uh, like you can tell like oh like get Mark Wahlberg from Boogie Nights because this is such a similar role except he's like just uh, he's uh, like going he's getting into a rock band. There's actually like really good fake 80s rock songs in that movie Other, anyway i'm getting sidetracked 
Let's just do a whole podcast on Rockstar. I'll let you. I'll just sit back and relax. Like, oh yeah, I remember the part that was good. It was funny. <laughs> just me. Like, yeah, yeah. This is a great movie, damn it. You respond to yourself and it's like, oh. I'm just slowly slipping into this deep depression because I... <laughs> But no, like it just it, like I was watching this movie and it reminded me of that one so much. It's like they clearly like just saw that sort of connection. And they're like, yeah, let's just do uh, let's just do Boogie Nights. But with the <laughs> instead of porn, we'll do have them join a rock band. Well, I mean, uh, something that you remind me of was that this movie is actually based on uh, a short by Paul Thomas Anderson. Yes. That he had made, which is called The Dirk Diggler Story, mm-hmm. which spoiler alert for the short film, in case you ever interested in watching it. Um, the ending's very, way, way different. I've actually never seen the short film. Oh, neither have I. I just looked it up. Oh. <laughs> honestly. I haven't, I didn't have any interest in watching it, honestly, but, like, um, it's sort of, like, Dirk coming back and, you know, like, going back in his porn career or whatever. Yeah. He sort of does that. Like, he does return to, like, this porn career, but it's, like, this low, low-budget homosexual films. Oh. And, like, he dies of a drug overdose. Oh, man. Uh, the, uh, the scene... Like I think Julianne Moore is making, like a, a like a behind the scenes type, like short about, about the about him. Oh yeah yeah. And like the, like basically it's shot like sort of the same way that the the short film was I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. I'll probably check out that short film at some point. Yeah, I'll have a spoiler for you. So right. sorry, I don't care. <laughs> Um, oh, by the way, there's spoilers in this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never did that. <laughs> we'll have to add the beginning of this podcast. Um, so, uh, uh, oops. fuck you, everyone. Uh, anyway, so uh, probably, actually, one of my one of my favorite uh, parts of, about this movie is, like, it, it's really, mo- like, some of the scenes are really good at, like, building tension. Um, like, the, like, the bottom of the second act scene, where, like, everyone's kind of at their lowest point is, like, so great. There's just, like, this tangible sort of, um, like, just dread in the air. It's really great. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. However, okay, so there, there was a scene I was I was really loving. Um, it's the scene where uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, John C. Riley, and some other guy are going to Alfred Molina's place. <laughs> um, so, like, it, was, it's like, it started out really great. He, the guy like shows that he has a gun. So you're like, okay, you know that that's, that's going to be like, that's going to come up at some point. Mm. And, uh, they come in, like they have this really loud stereo system playing sister Christian. Um, like there's a kid running around the house, like just with firecrackers. Like, like, so the, 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 you know, the tension of the scene is just building and building like, Oh, you know, a fucking gunshot's about to go off sometime just cause like this, this noise that they keep, uh, like getting louder and louder. Mm-hmm. The song ends. Like you're thinking, okay, like it's gonna like you know go, get to the climax of the song, and then, and then the, the song starts up. Yeah, and like, then oh. it, then it and then it keeps going. It's like oh, mm. like I it it flatlined. Like I I, <laughs> I was like oh like okay like I mean I know what's gonna happen still, but like you had me and then you lost me. <laughs> I thought they were going to kill off uh, John C. Riley in that scene. Oh, no. I thought he was dead. I, <laughs> I like, like, honestly, I didn't know. I, I didn't know how the hell they were going to get out of it. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I, I figured, like, at least uh, John C. Riley and Mark Wahlberg would have gotten out. Oh, no. I, I had Riley's die. I was like, I'm waiting for him just to get killed in this movie. 
Man, like it's it's a perfect example of how to build tension and then how to fuck it up. <laughs> Which I mean, he would, I I I I'd say that he he would later sort of get better at it. But like, I mean, even like even still in this movie, there's there's really great scenes. I mean, it's still, I I want to say it's still a good scene, but like, mm-hmm. it just should have it just should have uh, happened sooner. Well, speaking of uh, doing things uh, too soon. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman in there uh, with like the kissing scene. Oh yeah, especially like his character is so weird. Like he's a like he's obviously like a nice guy or whatever, but like he's like he's the clingy type of friend. Like yeah, it's like doesn't know uh doesn't know boundaries or person has personal space space issues. <laughs> yeah, what was weird was like just like seeing him in this right here and like um just like just like how young he looked in this. Oh yeah, dude. And I'm just like watching this is like, this guy eventually grew up to be a really good actor. <laughs> yes. He's a good actor in this, though. He's all right. He definitely should like he like, had like, I mean, like, the, the part somewhere. The part was like, didn't the part didn't have too much for him. Yeah, it didn't lend itself to much. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like, he, like he, you wouldn't be able to like anyone could have really been put. Like, actually, no one like it's, it's not like a part like anyone could have had. Um. Like, it does take talent to, uh, you know, do it correctly. Someone someone else could have been in it, and, like, it would have been fine. Mm. But, you know, overall, I think it's uh, a pretty good-looking movie. Uh, very good performances, like I said. Um, and, uh, what, what, like, what would you what would you rate this, Chris? Um, I'll give it a thumbs up. I don't. I don't, don't want to give like a number rating. I don't have one okay that one. I, I'll give it a thumbs up. I think it's. I think this was like you know. I would say if you're interested in Paul Thomas Anderson movies, this is one of them you'd yeah. watch. Like, uh, yeah, it's definitely kind of an interesting one. Where like, I think all these movies that we're talking about today, it's like it's weird. You have to have like you have to recommend it to the right person. Mm, um, yeah. I I would give it an eight an eight out of ten, or maybe like maybe seven point five eight out of ten. I'm not sure. Um, but if like, I had to get right, it'd be like seven point eight, I guess. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, like I, I was able to rewatch the other two movies like a couple days before we recorded this. This the, they took this movie off Netflix. They didn't have it at the at the rental store. So, uh, I you know I, I saw it a couple months ago. So I'm like oh, I guess I have enough. But like, if I if I saw it again, I I'd probably have a much more. I'd probably have a more solid rating for it. But um. You know, I think I think I think it's a pretty good movie, and I think uh, people who like movies will enjoy it, and people who like okay. Paul Thomas Anderson will definitely like it. Will definitely yeah. like it. So um, let's move on to Punch Drunk Love. Yes. Also having Louis Guzman in it. Louis Guzman. What's his name? How do you say his name? I don't know. Guzman. He's he's the guy that's like the the club owner. I can't remember. Who who, who does he play in um, Punch Drunk Love? He plays like. Uh, oh my god! Friend. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Chris. Yes. What do you think of this movie? Because you you haven't you hadn't seen it before we did this podcast, so. It was okay. All right. Um, I will say it was kind of a funny moment right, that I had, like, um, where I, I look at, I was looking at the cast list. I was like, oh, Adam Sandler, film Seymour Hoffman. 
and I saw Emily Watson. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I was like Emma Watson. Yeah, and I was like, "This is from 2002. This might be kind of weird." Like, it's like a love interest. <laughs> oh, I'm an I, idiot. I, I, tricked, <laughs> I tricked you, Chris. You're watching uh, child pornography. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was like, um, yeah. I I made the I made the same mistake too, like looking at the um, comedy, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I made the same mistake too, looking at the uh, the the poster, and I was like, wait a minute, no, this is like 2002. That's not the same person. Like, I yeah, like I'm not I'm not enough of like a like I don't I don't uh, watch enough of like Emma Watson to like you know make the connection or anything. So, <laughs> oh, I don't either. I just I just like I see her name everywhere now because like her uh, her feminist stuff that yeah. she's doing. But, she's like she's she's the Harry Potter. Uh, she, she's Hermione, right? Yeah. Okay. Cause like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not that into Harry Potter. So, um, I love Harry Potter. Uh, crucify me everyone. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're very off topic from Punch Drunk Love. I really like this movie. It's a, uh, I, I'd probably say like, I might even go as far as to say like, um, top 50. I, I would say it's a movie that I would watch one time. Like, okay, I watched it. Sure, sure. No, I, I totally get I that. Don't, I'm like, yeah, that was okay. I, I think I every time I watch it, I get a little bit more out of it too. Is uh, is a uh, is the thing. Um, I remember the first time I ever saw it. It was um, I like I, it was like on a weekday. I think I was like out of school, sick or something. It's like years and years and years ago, and I like turned on FX. And it was playing as like, oh, it's an Adam Sandler movie because I, I was a stupid kid and I liked Adam Sandler movies back then. And uh, there's a Talladega Nights is a great movie. <laughs> he's, he's not in that movie. <laughs> but I did. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're the same person, right? Um, Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. This. It's the same humor. It's the same. It's the same audience. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I was like, this this isn't a comedy. This is weird. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I like I only saw the scene where he's like um he's calling uh the uh the phone sex line. Oh yeah. So I was like this is like there's no jokes in this scene. Like you think like you know with this this premise there there'd be some jokes. And uh it's just like he's just he just seems sad. <laughs> like <laughs> and I I like that's the only scene I saw. And then I uh it was on it was on Netflix a couple years ago. It still is. But uh, it was it was I saw it on Netflix a couple years ago and I really liked it, and I, I've seen it uh, two more times since then and I, I like it uh, more and more each time. I would probably say this is the second best Adam Sandler role. Yes, I was actually about to say this is the second time that we've had actually had a scene where actually had a movie where uh, Adam Sandler actually was playing a dramatic role. Yeah, and the other one was uh, Rain Over Me. Yes, which is a great movie. Yes. Also has uh, Don Cheadle in it, by the yes, way. Yes, it does. Yes. Very good movie. Um, actually, that, that movie right there made me like Don Cheadle a lot more. Oh, yeah. It's a- watch him in, like, so watch him in like, Boogie Nights was like really cool as well. Mm-hmm. It's, kinda, it's like, oh, this is pretty good. So he still has like, his good ability of acting right there. It's pretty good. Yeah, man. Not, not just uh, not just the uh, Avengers Marvel stuff. Right, right. <laughs> Which actually, I like him in there, too, so I shouldn't yeah. say negative. Really. I've only seen him in two of them, but I liked him in both of those. So Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, I mean, we're never gonna have it. <laughs> I don't think we're ever gonna have like another opportunity to talk about uh, <laughs> "Rain Over Me." <laughs> so uh, people, people should go if you if if you like Punch Drunk Love, and you think, oh, like Adam, like you want to actually see Adam Sandler be a good actor for once, um, you should definitely check out "Rain Over Me." 
And if you want to, yeah, if you yeah, especially cry. if you want to fucking cry for <laughs> five hours after watching the movie. Yeah. Okay, maybe not five hours. <laughs> but, okay. If you want to cry for five weeks after watching the movie. <laughs> I was going to jump on to the fact that, like, so... Um, this movie also has Philip, Philip Seymour Hoffman in probably one of my favorite roles he's ever been in. Dude, yes, he's so great in this movie. <laughs> the whole time, he's just, he's a, he's a, he's a funny guy. Yeah, like, he's, he's always, like, whenever he's in a scene, I think there's, like, one exception where he's, like, he's talking to the four brothers. But, like, whenever he's in a scene, he's, he's always doing something fucking weird, like, getting his hair cut or some shit. <laughs> like, like, and my favorite, my, my favorite scene of the movie is where, um, like, Barry's, like, getting all, like, confident, and, like, he calls him up, like, after, after mm-hmm. they, like, mugged him. He, uh, like, calls him, and, like, they're having this heated argument over the phone. <laughs> and, like, he, like, he tells him to fuck himself. And he's just like, what? <laughs> fuck! Did you just tell me to fuck myself? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, whenever, uh, Adam Sully approaches him, like... Just, and it's like, uh, what was this? Something about being done? Yeah, that's that. That's that. That's that. Whatever. Like, walks off. Like, he turns around and says something. Get out like, of here, you that, fucking that, pervert. That's that. Is it, that's that. That's that. That's that. He walks off. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> shut up. Shut, 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 shut up. <laughs> oh, man. I, God, that was great. I was so happy to see him in this. Oh, yes. I, I I read this. I don't think it's true though, um, that all of Barry's sisters were like his seven sisters were played by one actress. I don't think that's true though, because like there's several people credited as the sisters, but I know there's like there's one like main one that that you see most often. Yeah, and I guess maybe that's that's her but like i don't know i don't i don't think that's i couldn't true. i mean, i couldn't stand any of his sisters i want to punch him on the face know, every all, time they're, they're all, they're all so annoying yeah it's like stop being weird barry it's like oh god shut up <laughs> hey barry you remember we call, used to call you gay boy <laughs> like i'm like oh yeah yeah thanks shut like up. you like he clearly has an issue and like you're like they're egging him on all the time it's like yeah. th- this film like definitely isn't about what are you doing the hammer barry what are you doing with the hammer yeah it's like, God, shut up. Oh, um, it's like they're, it's like these characters are, these, these are like cartoon characters um, uh, for the most part. Like, at least like the supporting cast. Mm. Like, none of them act like real people, but like, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I really, I, I, I really like, uh, I really, I really like the main character. Um, like, I, I like the, the scene where he's uh, talking to like his uh, brother-in-law one of them, and um, uh, he's like, he's just like explaining his issue. <laughs> like he's, he's talking to him. I think he's like, isn't his brother-in-law like a dentist or something? <laughs> and yeah. he's like asking about like uh, if he could help him like as a psychiatrist, <laughs> like or he could just talk to someone. I'm a dentist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's great. Um, um, I, I was gonna, it's like like a cartoony sort of things. I like to look into this. So, Adam Sandler's character is, like, is collecting like those that pudding for like the oh yeah fire miles. That's a true story. Mm-hmm. A guy actually did that. He he like found a loophole. Like, yeah, he found a loophole. Like he acclimated like what over like a million <laughs> good fire miles because of this. 
This guy's like a civil. Oh uh, yeah, he's a civil engineer. So yeah, that's funny. I, I yeah man, I just like and like the like the overall sort of uh, theme of the movie sort of being like um, like even even damaged people deserve to be loved. Like this, um, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a, I think it's like a very it's just a very sweet movie, and like um, it, it's it's funny. It, it's very dry humor, but it's um, I think it's it, it, it's definitely funny at points, and uh, it's a, I think it's a good. It, it doesn't have it doesn't have like a a lot of conflict. Like there's 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 enough there, but like it's not you know grandiose in scope or anything. Yeah, it's a nice little small movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's no, like, uh, I don't know, it's not like a huge environment, I suppose, that they're working in. Yeah. Because, you know, the, most of it takes place in, like, small rooms, so it's oh, not, yeah. like... Oh, yeah. So, it's... They, they do the go to, like, Hawaii and stuff, but, like, it's it's very short scenes. But yeah, even that, though, it's, like, the, the camera's, like, up, it's up close to them. Yeah, they, anyway. they also spend, like, a lot of time in just, like, the hotel rooms and stuff. Yeah. When there is tension, it doesn't, like... Like kind of like I was saying earlier, he got a lot better at like sort of building the the chaos of the scenes. Like when uh, they they'd occasionally like do just um like oneers where like they just they're just like following him around on a steady cam, and like the the crazy music would just be like building up and um it's it's a lot of like and it, not like industrial but like sort of like weird sort of organic sounds. Uh, like just building on top of each other and sort of like building this uh, this this tension. It was it was really very well done. Uh, yeah, actually, one reason it kind of feels shorter is because I, this like probably is one of his shortest films. Oh yeah, it's only it's only an hour and a half. Yeah, man. And the other one, I think the Boogie Nights was like two and a half hours. Yeah, the other... Blood's like you know five or six hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, something really weird that I I discovered like I I um. Cause it's on Netflix, but I was going to like for you know before we did the podcast, I was going to buy this movie on Blu-ray. There's no Blu-ray for this movie. Huh. There's only a DVD for it. That kind of makes sense though, because it's it didn't make much money at all. Yeah, I guess so. It made like uh, was it? oh there's uh, twenty four million dollars on a twenty five million dollar budget. Jeez, that sucks. Yeah, it's like his only like one of his only films that didn't make any money apparently. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess like when you you have Adam Sandler in something and it's, it's not a comedy. Yeah. Like, What's well, also, um, just, a, just in America, mostly, um, uh, dramedies, a comedy and dramas, they don't usually make a lot of money anyway. Right. And it's, this, this I mean, is like a very, like, again, it's like a very small, like independent sort of feeling movie. I don't, yeah. I think it's like, I think like Sony made it, but like, it, it, like, it, yeah, it's, it's very, yeah. Even then, like, like 25 million you said that's that's pretty that's pretty small um revolution city is a new line uh, cinema mm. Why did distributed I by columbia uh, okay yeah. yeah there's yeah. the sony all right yeah there's the sony um Sorry, i was like i was like i don't see oh there's columbia yeah uh but, um let's see this was this was 2002 i didn't, didn't realize how old this thing was yes. I, I keep feeling how old this thing was i keep thinking like it's like from i don't know why i think it's like from later on i guess mm. 2000 i don't know it's yeah. just kind of because Sandler uh, didn't look, I guess, because he's also the kind of stopped aging sort of. Yeah, he he, like, he, like, he looks older. <laughs> he looks way older now. Like he. Yeah, it's like he like he had a point like we probably just got older all of a sudden. But it's yeah. like there's a point there where like he did not age that much. Yeah, 
Yeah, this is this, this is, is like, like this is point. like the in between point. Like you can kind of tell uh, slightly. There's like you know you, you think of him like in Happy Gilmore. Um, yeah. Like being young, and then like Click, where he's starting to like sort of look middle aged, and now yeah. he looks like he's gonna fucking die next year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and this is like right in between. Of... This is like right in between like the nineties and like uh uh like mid two thousands. I'll say that now he looks like the last act of click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, family person. family comes first. <laughs> <laughs> the good part of it is the click. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, Spoiler alert for yeah, click, I guess. Let's, let's, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's do a Adam Sandler podcast. Happy Gilmore, a great movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's about it. Billy and Madison. And, uh, Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Happy Gilmore, uh, great movie. Big Daddy. Uh, B- uh, Bill, uh, fucking uh, Big Daddy. Mr. Uh, Mr. Deeds. Mr. Terrible. <laughs> the one scene, though, Mr. Deeds is funny. Yeah, the, the, uh, the foot scene. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's gross. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like this nasty... No. Anyway, I'm Scooby uh, Sham. I'm I'm Scooby Steve. I'm Scooby Sham's father. <laughs> anyway, so what, what kind of rating would you give this movie? I, I like you know, I have it as a. I think you know, I'll give it an eight point five out of ten. Okay. Um, a seven, easy. Like it's it's still be like it's like a six. No, I'll give it a seven. Okay. I'll give it a seven. Yeah, I was gonna say six point eight, but I was like, ah, seven. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like a, a solid seven. Like, watch once. I think like that would probably like be most people's reaction to it. I think I, I think I just got a lot out of like, um, because it's it's definitely a very like Boogie Nights is pretty accessible. I think most people could kind of watch it and like, you know, get get everything out of it. Like, this is definitely a more artsy, artsy fartsy type movie. Mm, yeah. Um, lots of like, like ooh. Ooh, what does that mean? And <laughs> like imagery and whatnot. Like I, uh, one one really great piece of Im- imagery is uh, he, he like punches the wall in his office and like the cuts on his uh, knuckles spell out love. That was one thing. Um, I like the 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 harmonium, uh, sort of being this, you know, symbol of him taking risk and whatnot. <laughs> Oh, and that was crazy, like with the with the car like flipping over, and also the guys pull up with the harmonium, put it yeah. down, and drive off. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, scene? yeah. Like, again, it's like it's like it's another scene where like it, it feels like a cartoon, and like and then like it goes back to reality. Yeah, that was so weird. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And like it, it just like him in his like like dorky suit and like his uh, his gigantic empty office. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely like it's definitely like a movie. It's not. You know, they didn't go out of their way to, like, you know, set it in reality. It's very, like, um... Outside of, uh... Yeah, like, it, it's... Guess, it's, yeah, it's kind of a lot of choices are just made for visual purposes. Like, like the lighting of scenes, like, you know, it doesn't make sense, like, in the... In, you know, reality, but, like, you know, like, when they're driving in the car and there's just, like, all these, like, this weird, like, blue-purple sort of light scheme. It's, like, very close-up and intimate. Um, it's just It's just a very, like... Um, in terms of like production design, like a very very well done movie. <laughs> there are, there are two instances, like when like he calls the uh, he calls the call girl, 
one night and then the second like the day after she calls him again uh and uh like he, he's so freaked out by getting scammed that he takes his home phone all the way to work <laughs> and oh, yeah, and then <laughs> after that like when he when he it's the scene where he's talking to um uh uh Philip Seymour Hoffman over the like over his like phone has like even has like a cord attached to it and like he carries the phone like dragging the cord all the way to fucking utah <laughs> like to the point where like he's he's facing off with him and he's still got the phone in his hand yeah it's a great little visual gag that was very 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 funny yeah that's about it cool all right man so uh we're gonna take a little break and then we'll get on to our next movie for you listeners of the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, let me tell you guys, uh, if you uh, if you want a, a solid read, <laughs> a book I've totally read before myself, uh, you should check out Oil, the uh, book that our next the, the film we're talking about next is based on. Uh, so, <laughs> just go to... Uh, <laughs> You, you want to try this again? Nope. <laughs> so just go to audibletrial.com slash podcast to get your free audiobook and 30-day free trial. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash podcast. All right, guys. Time to talk about There Will Be Blood. I'm I'm so hyped now after that after that read. <laughs> Talk about one of my one of my favorite movies of all time now. Okay. I'm going to throw that out there right now. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> this is in my uh, top twenty. Nice. Oh, not twenty. Not twenty. Top thirty. Sorry. Top thirty movies. I I gotta say Easily. I'm I'm so conflicted as to like what my opinion is of this film. I might need to watch it like six more times before I <laughs> like I can, before I can form an opinion because like when it's good, it's so good. But then there's like the other six hours of the movie. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, the Revenant, like the the first hour of that movie's solid. Then the second hour is like just Why are him. We reviewing the Revenant. Yeah, I I know. Uh, the, the second hour is just him walking to the fucking woods for an hour, and then the third hour is solid. It's like you can't say it's a bad movie because like the you know first and second the first and third act are amazing but like and this is uh actually I'd say like that the first half of the second act and the third act of this film are really great. I would say the whole movie is really great. I love it. It's um, so like it's I hate to I, say I, that, I I really hate to say this, but it's really boring. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, I, I'll admit, though, that the first time I saw it, I was kind of like, that was kind of weird. Whatever. I watched it the second time. I loved it the second time. Like, the the opening is wonderful. The mid, like, the or like this early midsection where, like, um, where the uh, the oil thing blows up. Yes. And, like, a little kid, like, loses, like, his hearing ability. That is the, like, that is the, ah, man, oh, man, I don't know. It's one of the best scenes of the film. Maybe well the, the, well, the best scene in the film is the last scene yes. of the movie. Yes. <laughs> Which we'll get to in a little bit. We'll get to that yeah, in just yeah. a little bit. We're going to hold off on that one. All right. Um, 
because that involves the the preacher. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to that in a second. Yes, but no, like I, I think that, like I like whenever like he's at the very beginning of it, like where he uh, he obviously broke his leg, or whatever, and he's like uh, yeah. he discovers oil right there, like he uh, builds up like his you know, his little camp, or whatever, and um, you kind of just like see him like become like go from like being basically probably a poor guy. To like, being like, you know, starting this sort of empire of his. Right, yeah. It could like, there's only, like, there's only rich dude by the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, you kind of see his rise and fall. It's, uh, even though, like, yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely describe it as that. That's a, that's a good, that's a good description. Um, <laughs> good job, me. Good job, Tyler, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, you know, he, he's, by the end of the film, I know we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. We already gave the spoiler warning, don't worry. Um... <laughs> Like, by the end of the film, like, you know, he's he's at the, you know, the top of his game. Like, he's got, like, he, he's he's made for the rest of his life. But, like, he's this horrible, like, alcoholic. He can barely fucking stand up. Like, uh, his his son is, is, uh, has uh, left him. Like, he actually, like, he, he, like, with his own words, makes his son, like, hate him. And, because uh, he's a, a bastard in a basket. Just the bastard of the basket. They send his son off, and it's just like, ugh. He's <laughs> what a bad father. He is such a terrible person. <laughs> he is. But man, Dale Day Lewis, though, plays this part, and like, oh, I, love, I like Dale Day Lewis. So, like, I, yeah, this is, another, this is another part for me where it's like, it's hard to. Because I don't know if I like it because it's a genuinely good performance, or if he's, if it's just because he's so fucking over the top. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if I can call, like, the over the top scenes good acting, <laughs> like, because it's overacting. No, it's great, though. But I love them. Like, yeah. I, I think this is another case where you can say, like, this, the characters are sort of cartoony. Actually, you know what? They are. They are cartoony. And it helps the fact that the, the overall feel of the movie itself the movie it, itself the, is very the grounded. The characters work with the feeling of the movie. Yeah. I think I think uh, this is the exact opposite of Punch Drunk Love, where, like, how to gauge realism in it is, like, Punch Drunk Love is very, like, the, the situations are sort of over the top, and, um, like, the side characters are as well, but, like, um, like, the two leads are sort of grounded. Whereas, like, this film, the characters are very over the top, but, like, the... The situation the, feels pretty the story is grounded. grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the story itself is, um, very realistic. Yes. Like I, I would be, you could see this happening as a real thing. Yeah. I will. Um, s- other than, other than the ending might be a little, the yeah. top. <laughs> a um, little crazy for the plot. I, like, but hey. I will say like, kind of it, like as a reason why maybe this movie doesn't work as well on me is because this is an era I'm not very interested in. So oh, like the the oil boom. Yeah, like uh, I, I don't I don't know like anything before the twenties. I know I, I, like the ending of this film takes place. Maybe that's why the third act is so good. The uh, <laughs> like anything before the twenties, I don't really. There's not much interest for me. But like yeah, it's like it's like the early like what, late eighteen late eighteen hundreds early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Like the the like the la- the third act takes place in like nineteen twenty seven. It does yeah. that big time skip. Oh yeah, that's right. It does. Um, man, I, I'm trying to remember, I think I've watched this movie like maybe five times now or something. Like I have. So I watched it again. I watched it a couple years ago. Six I'll, times. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've w- I watched it a um, uh, a couple years ago on your recommendation, and I hated mm-hmm. you for the first act. <laughs> and then yeah, uh, I, was, I was just like, I was like, 
maybe maybe he's not gonna like it. I was, I was a little disappointed that you weren't gonna like it. I think I think I was like talking to you like in the middle of it, because uh, I yeah you were yeah I was I was getting really fucking bored and I was just like and this time still I was like I was looking at my phone I was like I you know I already know what ha- know what happens so like I'm I'm good anyway. Um, I was it yeah. was the explosion right that is that the scene that got you? Uh, well, I think I, I was I was past that. Uh, I, I really like that scene. I think we were even talking about like, you know, I saw that scene. It's really great, but it's, it's died back down. It's flatlined again. Um, and then like, then the third act kicks in and it gets a lot. Actually, no, it's, it's, it's around the time when he, it's, it's right before the third act when like he gets his son back and he's got like that fucking shit eating grin on his face looking at, <laughs> <laughs> looking at that one guy like, Oh, look at what a great person I am because I got my son back after I fucking abandoned him. <laughs> I abandoned my child. I abandoned my child. I abandoned my child. I abandoned my boy. Say it louder. <laughs> just like just beating the crap out of him. Like, slap, slap. <laughs> my favorite character of the movie is Eli. He's like Oh yeah, no, yeah, definitely. He's so he's like, great. He he is like the most cartoony of all the characters, but unfortunately, <laughs> like he's such a cartoon, but he's also you like he's like a televangelist. He's so like uh, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly who he is. Yeah, yeah. Like he's doing like the, his first, the first sermon we see of his, where like he's trying to get rid of the old lady's arthritis, and he's like screaming like, "Get out of here, demon!" <laughs> like everyone's chanting and shit. Yeah. Like he just goes high pitched. Like he, he totally just threw it all out there. It's so great. He wasn't reserved yeah. at all. It's amazing. Paul Dano. The top, oh, what, top was actor. it? Was it like whenever? Uh, I think I think I think that maybe it was during. You got interested in this like whenever his uh, not uh, uh, half brother or stepbrother, whatever, uh, shows up. Henry. You know, no, that that wasn't it. Because I like I even now I'm like that that you know didn't that didn't have much of a point. <laughs> Man, that was like that was like crazy. I thought that was kind of. Crazy I I, I, I liked the scenes, but like, um, cause like that's that's the thing. I, I was liking the scenes, but, um, and like especially the scene where like he he finds out and, uh, he shoots him. Those scenes are really good, but like as I'm watching them, I'm thinking, like these had no point. Like they didn't like these could have been cut out, and the movie would have been better for it. Well, what's interesting was that like you know. He, well, and it led into the into uh, uh, Eli like slapping the crap out of him because like it was like the uh, that uh, I don't know what the character's name is. He finds yeah like, he he like he like hits had seen like what happened, what Daniel had done. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, and like yeah, before he can make a deal with him, he he wants him to uh, get baptized. Right. Yeah. 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 And it was just like that was that was that scene there was so unnecessary because of that right there. Okay. Because this like leads into that. Sure. So there's, I don't feel like, I feel like there's any scenes here that like that's useless, really. Yeah. I, I love like all the little bits like with him and his son, just like you know how much sustain he now has for. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much for him. I lo- yeah, I like, love when he gets uh... him back. Like he's he's like trying he's he's acting as if nothing has happened, and yeah. like he's like showing like oh here's the here's the oil line and uh, like he's like talking to him and like he just starts slapping him. It's <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. Which probably you're you're getting the accent really uh, spot on when that one. Uh, <laughs> like I just I love like the way he talks. Yeah, like my one of one of my favorite scenes is like uh, oh it's right after it's right after um, his son goes deaf and uh, 
he's he like walks up to uh, Eli Eli walks up to him like asking him about the uh, the money that he owes the church because uh, they made the deal, um, and he he like starts he starts slapping the shit out of him and like Eli's screaming like a like a child and um he's like rubbing his rubbing his face in like the mud <laughs> I'm going to bury you underground Eli I'm going to bury you underground <laughs> yeah um, well, I like how like Eli had to like he uh he had to like bless the uh, the well yeah yeah, uh, that's just I love I love you. <laughs> Every bit of film is great. Yes, I guess we're talking about talking about uh, their like Eli and Daniel. Yeah. Um, should we go ahead and just discuss the last scene? Oh of the my movie? god, the best scene of the movie. <laughs> no, I I'd actually I'd actually see this movie because I I watched like I was uh in like an intro to film class talking about like stuff and it was like they. I think it was I think those this is where I saw it see maybe earlier than that whatever it was um. Anyway, um, I watched the scene well, well before I watched the movie oh, itself. Man. But like, as I watched these two develop, these two characters out here develop, I was actually cheering over down to beat the crap out of them. Yeah, I was like, I can't wait for this scene to happen. Oh man, like I, I, I had, I had no idea. Like that was, that, that for me was that was the payoff for the movie. Like I, that was why, because like you know I, I, like like we were talking about earlier when I first saw the movie a couple years ago, I was I wasn't that into it. And like I started liking it a little bit better, and then the last scene happens, and I was like, you know what, Chris, this is a pretty good movie, because <laughs> like, um, it's 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 so satisfying. Uh, for oh yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> especially like the way it sort of like builds up, like you know, Eli's like begging him to uh, let him like to have him like to have him drill there so that he can you know get a bit of money, and. Uh, he he like basically tells them you know like oh well I'll I'll make this deal with you if you if you admit that you're a false prophet and God is a superstition, yeah. and he's like having him say it oh like it's exactly like the the uh, I abandoned my child scene, yep. he's having him say it louder and louder like to the point where he's just like screaming it like over and over again, and uh, <laughs> he's like that land's been had <laughs> it's. It's, yep, it's, it's it's all drained. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> I drink it up. <laughs> Drainage. My milkshakes are here. Your milkshakes over here. And I have I'm a straw. All the way, the way over here. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. <laughs> God, and like it's like the point Paul's at home. It's like they don't know. Because <laughs> then he then he starts like, shouting, uh, girl. "Daniel, I'm your brother." <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't want to say that to him. <laughs> yeah, um, he looks like, like like a little like a little girl. Yeah. They're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> he picks up a boy pin. I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> he starts beating like, him over the head with a bowling pin. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I, I love like that uh, that look in there, like the, the whole his nice little bowling alley. Uh, yeah. Well, Arian's just like this. Is how this is how rich he's got. Like yeah, he's just he's like passed out, drunk, like yeah. with a plate of food, sitting like yeah. laying down in his bowling alley. Like this is like this is what his life has become. Like you know he's he's able to afford an extravagant bowling alley, but like he's he's using it to sleep in it, <laughs> in a drunken stupor. Um, one of the things I read about it was like they wanted to make it. Uh, he wanted to make it like pretty much all white to sort of look like Clockwork Orange. But I guess like they had to, 
they were going to like sell the property later on. So they, they, mm. uh, I guess they decided against it. I don't know. But like I, th- I thought that well, like that like the grungy kind of look. Yeah, like, it, it definitely it also it looked definitely like works. it felt like the it felt like the twenties though too. Oh yeah, like pre uh, right right before the stock market crash basically. Right. And I guess I guess about a year before twenty seven. Yeah. So yeah, crashed in twenty nine. So two years, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever. A couple years before. Either way, the point is like you know he's like living large or whatever. But he's also like you know. <laughs> Yeah, he, a horrifying he, he, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> His life yeah. is just ruined. Well, I mean, like one that's one thing though is that like uh crap, what's the kid's HW. Yeah. Isn't actually even his I mean his kid. Yeah. But like, you know, they have a really weird relationship. Like uh, I feel like he it's he has his son, he, not really. Yeah, he has HW there to like uh sort of help help his sales. Like if you, if you had if you have the kid there, it's like how can you say no to a kid or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. Like, 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 H W by the way is the weirdest fucking looking kid. <laughs> <laughs> he he has like the weirdest face. Like I... on, on a scale of like uh one to Ted Cruz, how are you? Um, I, he's he's not he's not to the Ted Cruz level yet. I, I don't want to punch him in the face. I just. Uh... <laughs> I just don't want to look at him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's about halfway there. Then, all yeah, right, yeah. Got gotcha. About a five, gotcha. yeah. I mean, like whenever, uh, right, like right as the I guess the same scene with the where uh, the explosion happens. Yes. Um, where the worker just gets like just like just gets crushed. Yeah, yeah. This this is great at like um, showing sort of the like what a horrible, dangerous job it is. Yeah, especially like, especially like, the, the first scene as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. The first scene was like was a good. Um, that's, that's a really good first scene. It, it pretty like told you the whole story right there. Right. <laughs> you know, this guy's like you know there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of death. There's gonna be, you know, people being broken and yeah. Well, agreed. Yeah. Well, yeah. Agreed. Greed's good. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it definitely had an overall arcing theme of uh, faith versus ambition, and of course. Uh, sort of ambition winning in the end, even though yeah. like the the way he's sort of overdone it has sort of been his downfall. Whereas like Eli's like trusting too much and not doing anything for himself was uh was his downfall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was interesting is I was looking at the Wikipedia page, I was curious about something and it shows uh what language this is in. It shows English and American Sign Language. Yes. It's like I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> you for part of it, I guess. You do have someone translating the whole time. So. <laughs> so. Only for, like, the part of, like, the sons there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, as who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was just like, you know, obviously Daniel does not care about even trying to learn that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think another thing about this movie, like, we're talking about the first scene... I feel like most people will be turned off immediately. Like I, I feel like most people will turn off the movie, <laughs> like if they're watching it on Netflix or whatever. Like they, they, yeah, why say that? Because it's 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 a very long, very slow scene of just one guy doing this, this thing. I feel like most people turned off, but like I, it, fe- it felt like it was like so like just like the tension was kind of there. You just like what's going to happen with this? <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I didn't get that until later, uh, like really? later on huh. in the scene. 
I mean, for me, like, the, whole, the whole movie felt like it's just a really intense movie. Like, like anything's going to happen, like, at any point in time, something's just going to happen. Right. Like, especially after, it like, felt like it didn't have any happened. rules. Yeah, after, like, after the explosion happened, I was, like, waiting for just anything to happen, like, any any point in time. Like, you know, it felt like a normal sort of scene. All of a sudden, the guy dies. You're just like, oh, that's horrible. All of a sudden, explosion. You're like, oh, God, what's going on? The um, <laughs> the scene where he shoots is his, uh, the guy who says says he's his brother. Like, that. Yeah. that's about the point for me where I was like, oh, okay, like, he could... He could do anything. Like, oh yeah, no, he has. He, all like, he's getting away with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, could, I mean, he got caught and get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, what I was gonna say was like, I don't know if I could recommend this movie to anyone. Like, I would. I, I feel like people like like if I if I came across you, Chris, and you know, yeah. you hadn't seen this movie, I'd say, you know what, you would probably like this movie. Well, what's the movie? It's There Will Be Blood. I might watch it. Yeah, it sounds kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I, I'm the kind of person you could recommend this movie to, because <laughs> like. It's like, oh, you like slow burn movies? Well, get ready for the slowest burn movie. <laughs> it's it's only it's only two and a half hours. It's only two and a half that's, hours, but it feels like six. Eh, it's cool. It's it's only like, this feels <laughs> yeah, like, this one of my like notes best. was this movie is so fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> it was you know what, and I I I just, I will disagree with you on that one. Um, because uh it. Yeah, the, like the first time you kind of watch it to like a certain part of it, it's like okay, but it feels a little bit weird. Yeah, but like once you like get into the movie, like it, it's just enjoyable the rest of the movie. Right. Like I'll say though, even even this time watching it, like the about the middle of the film, like once once H W has been abandoned, and like it's just kind of spending time with him and his uh, fake brother, like I, I I tuned out of the movie. Uh, I was like looking at my phone, which by the way is something I don't really do. <laughs> I'll, I'll check. Like I, I'm the kind of person I'll, I'll check my phone occasionally. Like, but I'm still paying attention. Like I, I, I completely tuned out. <laughs> um, um, going through a couple, we we've talked a, a bunch about the sort of oil explosion eruption scene. Uh, it's crazy intense, and I'd say like that scene, and the the ending are like that's worth you know watching the the movie. I mean, obviously, I would I would add the uh, scene like a little bit after that where uh, obviously with the preachers like where Eli's like, beating them a little bit like told him. Oh yeah, let's get louder. Like, that's another good scene. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good scene. Um, there's a lot of good payoff in the movie though. I like the right. fact there's like a lot of like the, it building up over it, it'll pay it off. Oh yeah, that that's like, there's not there's not a lot of like uh, points where you're just like oh I can't wish thing would have happened. I kind of like. I can't think of a time where I was sitting here where I was like, I kind of wish they would have gone back to this or they would have like done this. Yeah, thing. yeah. They, and no, he, they, they did it. <laughs> the, the plus side of this movie being so long is that, yeah, it's a lot of setup and payoff. And like, um, especially like, you know, with the, the Eli and Daniel relationship, sort of like they drag, like there, there's plenty of like moments where like one's getting the, the best of the other, but like because they drag it out so long, the ending is so satisfying. Johnny Greenwood's score is amazing for this movie. Very, mm. it's a nice industrial type score. Yeah. Um, a lot like, uh, punch drunk loves, but like this one, I think this one's actually better. Um, just like really adds to the intensity of certain scenes, especially the, uh, oil eruption scene. Um, I like how, like after he loses his hearing, like there, there's that one scene where HW is, uh, Daniel's like talking to his son and like you, you can't hear anything he's saying because yeah. it's from his HW's perspective. That's mm-hmm. a really good scene. Uh, very well directed. I just didn't really care about the story. Uh, Top notch cinematography. 
Awesome photography in this was so oh, it's so good. good. So, so good. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so, like, my, for, you know, final thoughts, I'd say I like it on a technical level. Uh, the scenes that are really good make the movie worth watching. Okay. Well, I, I I'll give this, by the way, a uh, 9.2 out of 10. I, I'd say that's fair. Um, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. So, Chris. Yes. Rank the movies. Okay. Um, There'll be blood. Okay. Number one. Number two, Boogie Nights. Number three, Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. Mine's the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Punch Drunk Love, Boogie Nights, There'll be Blood. Yeah. Boogie Nights be number two for everybody, though. Yes. But, um, oh, you know, one thing, one thing I was talking about was the fact that um, Paul Thomas Anderson is only 45 years old. Oh, yeah. He's got, he's got he's, plenty of more movies in him. And he's directed like these great movies here. Like we've, I mean, obviously we didn't, we only covered a couple of them. Yeah. Like three of them, whatever, but like, maybe we'll do another one sometime. Maybe. If he, if he stops casting Joaquin Phoenix in movies and <laughs> I'll actually start watching his movies again. <laughs> I'll, I'll, we'll, uh, we'll do like, um, Magnolia, the master and inherent vice. And Chris will just check out for the last two movies. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll just be like, all right, <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs> I'll just be by myself saying, I really like where uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, jerks off into the ocean in The Master. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they great. shot that on 70 millimeter. <laughs> was it only shot in 70 millimeter? Yeah, it was. 70 millimeter? Yes. Hmm. That's cool. And it's that's shot in like a church basement <laughs> for the majority well, that's of the, the, that's the place. That's the place to put it, you know? Yeah. Did Walking Phoenix also, also go blind after that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Was it was like the master also like one of the last uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman movies? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Fine. Okay. All right, everyone. I admit it. We killed Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. No. <laughs> Listen, guys. It's. I'm sorry. All right. Chris. Chris. You know. He rolled the dice, and I made. I laid down the bet. He said, "Fuck one, marry one, kill one." I don't remember who the. I think it was like Quentin Tarantino, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and someone else who I like. And I had to choose to kill Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm sorry. We woke up the next day, and he was fucking dead. It was like literally the next day too. It was really sad. <laughs> we we're up for the, the podcast, by the way. I'm <laughs> cutting that. Part I'm out. not cutting that part out. This is my confession. I'm guilty as charged. That's, that's sad. Okay, I think we're I think we're I think we're good now for the all right this podcast. Okay, what are we talking so, about next week, Chris? I don't know. <laughs> I'll look at that stuff. Ask you the same question. What's next? What's next? Uh, oh God, is it really that? What? Hold on. Oh, it's Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> oh yay! The rise and fall of the master of a master. Sorry. Oh God. That's not just how it's gonna be. I'm gonna have to watch some movies. <laughs> oh yeah. Gonna watch some. I'm movies. gonna have to watch The Godfather finally. I finally get to do it. I'm Yay. I'm happy about that. But I also have to watch Jack. Anyway, goodbye everyone. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. 
Be sure to leave your correspondence and subscribe for more. For updates on this show and our other projects, check out IlluminationCinema.com.